Edwin, thanks for joining us on the Speedio podcast. We want to dive right in and hear a little bit about your background, your time at Vitesse, uh, and then also hear about your, your day-to-day job as a software soccer designer. So maybe you could walk us through um, your story uh, and then dive into, into what you do at Vitesse on a day-to-day basis. Good afternoon, Todd. Uh, welcome and thank you for to have this podcast with you uh, and Speedio. Um, yeah, I have a special title because um, I think 10 years ago, uh, my hobby was soccer. I was playing also soccer at the first team in Os, nearby a place by Dembos uh, on the first team. But also I'm a graphic designer and 3D designer uh, in a normal workflow. But my thought was at that moment, 10 years ago, uh, I want to change the world in, in soccer and also in 3D design and ET management and everything about soccer to make it automatically with some systems and to think otherwise than other coaches, uh, clubs, etc. And and then I'm starting to think uh, about that. Uh, then years I started at Den Bosch, Den Bosch on the 15 as a coach and, and think also in 3D design uh, with software for soccer to have training session, match plan, pre-analyze for matches, and to think uh, other thinking than other coaches. And then I starting uh, a lot of software uh, like tactical pad, uh, like tactic manager, etc., etc. Then uh, five years ago, I make the move to Vitesse. Vitesse was working with uh, five till eight video analyzers, video people, uh, to do everything by his hands and my think wise to do it automatically. And then three years ago was Speedeo on my platform and they thinking the same like me. And that was a little bit strange for me because I never heard about Speedeo. I never heard about the system, never heard about the people from Speedeo. But when I were talking with them, they talk the same like me. And then uh, we started with Spideo by Vitesse and it feels good. It looks good. And yeah, that was the big step also for Vitesse, uh, also for Spideo, I think, in the Netherlands. And now three years later, I think we uh, make new plans. We make new futures for the Dutch companies in the Eredivisie, the Dutch clubs. And it looks like, uh, I think, about two years, three years, Everybody in Holland is working with Speedio. Talk to me a little bit about what, what you mean by how Speedio kind of spoke the same language as you. Was it the automation? Was it the innovation? What, what was it about your conversations in those early days that kind of drove you to, to become a Speedio customer? For me, it was important to innovation that you have uh, in Sweden a lot of IT, IT people to think in innovation and automation. Uh, don't only... Uh, make the video and then it's clear uh, because I'm not a video analyze uh, guy. I'm thinking uh, what you can do with the camera to think smarter, to think better and faster because this time everything must be fast. And and I think that uh, Spideo is thinking the same like me. Are there other software soccer designers out there at, at different clubs, or are you kind of kind of unique and kind of leading the charge in this in this revolution of making sure that innovation is a part of every club? I think the combination of the guy I've never seen 
uh, the same like me. Sorry about that, but I never see him. Yeah. Because it's, I'm a trainer, but also an IT specialist. And that is uh, different in the world, I think. Do you think more clubs will have maybe IT and, and designers and developers for, for innovation within their analysis yeah. departments and training departments? Yeah, I, th I think there will be a big change because um, normally at the, at the first team, you have an IT specialist. And when a coach is talking about soccer or talking about match plans or pre-analyze, the IT guy doesn't understand what he means. And that, that takes a lot of time to understand each other. And on my background, I'm also a, a soccer player. I'm a coach. I think likewise a coach. And then by two words, I understand directly what he means. And I can't understand and make the plans and optimization on Spideo, what platform I want um, to make the big steps directly. And that's the big issue. Um, it's not likable for me to see I'm important at that moment, but maybe to understand the question. And the answer. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, maybe we could get into your Speedio setup. Um, we, have, we, we have a really good case study with, with you and a number of the other coaches and trainers at uh, yes. Vitesse. Um, and so I, I, I pulled out one quote um, where you guys were talking about um, like ease of use and being able to connect with all the different tools. So what kind of setup do you have at Vitesse and what... Uh, tools do you you set up and then also offer to to all the coaches and analysts and trainers? Yeah, uh, when you see our uh, club in Spideo, every team is uh, is in the recordings. Um, all the first team training session are filming, but also all the matches and the important training session on Thursday because then uh, is the training for the uh, the next match on Saturday. That's always an important training. Uh, to give on Friday a match plan or uh, some likable images to see for the players in the media room for, for the next Saturday. And that's a big issue. But also, a new step in Spideo for us is, uh, for example, uh, the next match, like this one, AZ on the 18, Paxwolle on the 18. That's the next match on Saturday for Vitesse on the 18 against AZ on the 18. Uh, it's it's a cup game, very important. It's the the almost the final. This when we win this game, we come in the final, and that is the match against the huge league winner last uh, last Monday, yesterday. AZ wins the huge league. Uh, everybody has seen it, I think, and we're playing on Saturday against that team for the final. It's a very important game for for us, and that is the pre-match. For the coach to see how they are playing it's very important for the coach and the players to look each other and everybody to see az that's a big step yeah and are there any other tools that you connect to like with with speedio and that you guys kind of integrate together yes uh, for example have a look this one there's also a new step, a uh, new innovation from Spideo. The, the 24 uh, hour data, we use that and to test it together with Spideo because uh, when the uh, game is uh, ready, we get the data 24 hours back from Spideo 
to have all analyzers automatically on Sunday evening to do on Monday morning with the team, the analyze after the match. And important for us, we share it with the opponent. For example, with Ado Den Haag. And that is important. You, for always, you, always, you always share it with the oppo- opponent, even if they don't have Speedio. Always. You can share the XML when they have uh, another platform, Sports Code, MyVA, whatever. Yeah. And we can share it if they want. Uh, they ask always when they want, but uh, do it not, not automatically by email, but only when they are asking. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so I uh, also in this video that we have with you, you talk a little bit about uh, kind of what your week looks like and how you schedule everything Um I would love to hear a little bit more about that in terms of there's so many academy teams. There's the first team. Um, what does your week kind of look like? How do you manage all of the different recordings that you need to set up, all the data that you need? Um, what is your kind of workflow throughout the week? Yeah, good question. Uh, on every Monday of starting the week, uh, we schedule you see like this uh, all the week, uh, the training session and the match uh, on Saturday. That was mm-hmm. uh, not a, a big week, but only two games uh, at home. Normally, it's very busy, maybe the week before. You see a lot more games. And yeah, we schedule it on the Monday morning on, uh, on every pitch. And, and then uh, we check it by Edward Sturing, the head of the academy, if everything is uh, ready on the good pitch. Because in, in the past, past, I make some mistakes. I have the wrong pitch. That's you have changing with the calendar, and then uh, when the match is playing and you have the wrong pitch, yeah, you make a big mistake, and that's that's also possible. You are human, and in the beginning of Speedeo two years ago, there were little mistakes. Uh, I, I take the wrong pitch, and then uh, yeah, that's a difficult mistake, but it happens. And uh, but you do it once or twice times, two times, and then no more anymore. So we've seen kind of the data side, we've seen the scheduling, the recordings and things like that. What are the coaches looking for? Do they want presentations? Uh, do they want speed? Do they want the recordings quickly? What, what are, when you're working with the coaches, what is kind of the number one thing that they're, they're asking for? Yeah, um, I think it is, uh, it is new uh, for a lot of clubs. Uh, we think otherwise. Uh, normally, when you have a coach on, an, uh, on a club, they do everything for his player and also by video analyze. But we think otherwise, all the presentations you see, we do it uh, that the player from under 13, 14 and 15 is doing by himself. Because every player in Vitesse have a Spideo account on every level. Because when we have uh, tech panels, uh, we have a look for, like a sample, this one, Every player is on the analyze system. Dus when he is looking back for his game, he's only touch his name, for example, for nine mo- mo- moments or 10 moments, and he can back to his presentation. Then, for example, on the 14 player, on Monday, he's talking with the coach for nine moments he has seen and want to talk it back with the coach. And then I think it's a big issue for a lot of clubs that we think that it's better for the player for his development to improve with video for his future because when he's coming to the first team 
He understands everything with video and also work with that. Exactly. I, I even saw in the video that one of the coaches said, uh, we have a, a principle that players are responsible for their own development. Yes. And so you guys kind of preach that across the entire club in terms yes. of they need to take ownership over their personal development. Obviously, there's team yeah. tactics and uh, yeah. team philosophies and things like that. But individually, you guys kind of put it back onto the players and give them the tools to actually do it themselves, right? Yes. And every player has his own plan. We started in August of September uh, with a plan for each player. That's for a defender, a midfielder, or a striker, or something like that. He has his own plan, and he combines that with video. And every week is coming back. And every week he wants to see, to let him see to the coach, what his steps are every week in the match, in the training. And that is a big issue and big difference in Vitesse. And we see that is also happening with, for each player. It's going very fast. So the player actually goes to the coach kind of with their learnings yes. through, throughout the week? Interesting. Okay. And when the player is not coming, that's his own issue to do that. When he's not coming, yeah, stable for himself. And he's yeah. not, yeah, it's not likable for the coach also. But at this moment, normally every player is coming on Monday to the coach. And he's planning then with uh, other coaches to do the steps in Spideo. So are they and are they actually tagging their own moments, or is it are you are you creating the folders for them uh, no, to just they, they to, to view everything? Because uh, when I show it to Todd, uh, for example, the group under thirteen, all the all the players and the coach are in blue, and the other players are in an annotation uh, file to tag his own moments because it's very important when you have a match. Three or four weeks later, you can go back every time you want for the tagging formula for, for the matches that we have for each player. And he makes his own presentation. Got it. And so do, do, do you find the, the, the moments that the tagging are typically ones where they're struggling and, or is it, uh, are they finding good moments? Like, does it, is it a balance? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Because um, in the first two weeks, I think... They pack only their good moments, and that's too simple. We want the struggle moments. We want also the moments for the for the lines, all the defenders, for example. Uh, when you are a right uh, defender, you discussion with the old defender if if everything is good. This I think at this moment they are a lot more tagging struggling than the good moments. The good moments are simple. Um, some the strikers in the first time, the first two weeks, three weeks, they only tagging the goals. Yeah, that's not necessary for the for his plan. He wants to the, the struggle moments to make the, the player better, and have a good discussion with the coach. I, I was going to say I was a forward and I only ever wanted to watch my goals, so that's probably why I never made it to the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, but maybe a goal is also a struggle moment. That is possible, but. Yeah, it is your responsibility for a player to, to make your plan for the future in, in the next match, in the next few weeks, to understand for your coach what's happening with you. And not only the good moments, that, that, that's too simple. And a very for important sure. is to yeah. have a presentation for your group. You stand there alone on the, on the television and to make a presentation for the whole group. And for us, it's very important, nobody's laughing. 
about the player and give the presentation. Have respect for each player because it is your responsibility to have a good presentation. But also for the team, it's very important to not laughing about the player. Respect each other. And that's the most important part for the presentation. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I'm sure I'm sure being vulnerable and exposing like your weaknesses can be can yeah. be difficult. So to yeah. do that in front of the group, so that's uh, that's a great culture to to set. Yeah, that's a big step for our club because the, on the 13 or 14, yeah, little guys, uh, the first two weeks a little bit laughing, but it was for us very important to change that. Edwin, can we shift gears a little bit? And I I kind of want to hear you. We talked about it. A, tiny bit earlier, but if you could kind of dive into maybe some of the features about Speedio, the camera systems, what makes the difference for you with Speedio and your use of it? Uh, because obviously you use it in a number of unique and, and different ways. Um, you're a software soccer designer, so you think about it a little bit differently, I think, than than some analysts and some clubs. What, what has kind of stood out over these last few years of you using Speedio and, and how is it uh, changed what you did before? Uh, that's a big question. Uh, but I maybe have a good answer. Um, I think the difference between uh, Speedio and other software is that um, I make with the ITs from Speedio a lot of questions to give feedback from the video, but also for the feature is features in Speedio, what the possibilities are. And I think also on the broadcast side, uh, the live session on Saturday, um, the the first issue I was thinking then two years ago to make also the the goal cameras in the live session, for example. And I think that it is nice to see when you have a live television like Champions League, when you have a goal, it is likable that you have a goal camera to see the goal. You you have more emotion in the goal to see what's happening uh, with the goal for example. But on the performance side, uh, for example, was uh, the download files. Uh, You have the issue on the download files to create some files. And the first step that that was for me important to to change this one, because uh, the first step was only fixed, I think, three years ago. Uh, Then you have one camera and doesn't change. And then was all players was already done. But uh, that are issue. I think that is a big change of download files, but only also to share with the clubs. For me, it was on Monday morning after each weekend for matches that the whole Monday was for me to share with the clubs. Download the file, upload the file with retransfer. Um, yeah, that cost me five six hours each Monday to uh, transfer all the files to each club or to download the, the away games from Vitesse. But now it's very simple. I do edit. I share it with the club I want. And I discuss with all the Eredivisie clubs to share a Spideo account to see and to download it. And I'm ready in three minutes for all the clubs. And that's a big difference. I think that no no, uh, no software like Vio or otherwise can thinking into sharing data. And that's, the, I think, the biggest step with other clubs and other uh, software performance uh, on camera systems. But a lot of more, right? but I think that's no time for me to talk about that. 
Then I have three hours I need. But uh, yeah, I think Spideo is going very fast in yeah and upgrade the software every week, every three weeks or month, likable like that. But yesterday I talked with uh, Dirk Bretsnyder to to have new changes in the, in the performance 24/8 data. I like it. You think the same like me, and that's beautiful. I, I was going to say, uh, I, I, are you guys using uh, the the additional angles much from a teaching standpoint? Like how how useful is it to be able to to change angles and and teach from uh, like the point of view of the player, like from behind the goal? Um, our goalkeeper coach is sitting every week with all the keepers goalkeepers together to make the change in the in the goal camera because that is a better view for the goalkeeper that's one but also we have defender coaches sitting with the, with all defenders each other on Monday uh, at two o'clock to see the line after the goal if everything is going well for the system one four three three important for Vitesse the system to see everybody is standing okay uh, when the opponent is coming to the to the pitch and also playing on the pitch if everybody is standing okay. And not only need the panorama view, but we do that a lot with the camera, goal camera views. You can see it better. Is there, you've talked a few times about sharing uh, video and footage with all of the other clubs that you you compete against. Uh, We've talked to some other Dutch analysts as well, um, and there seems to be a real culture of you know, technology and making sure everybody has some parity in that sense. Is that kind of a, a philosophy of Dutch football and helps the entire country and leagues excel um, at at the sport? Um, yeah, but it costs a lot of time. Two, three years ago, it was um, a little bit strange. It was new. But uh, I think from the Federation on soccer, they once for the under 21, under 18, to share uh, normally and don't ask. It's always sharing and not to, when I'm playing to Ado or AZ, we're sharing automatically before the match to our opponent. And um, yeah, when another club wants this match, Ado, Vitesse and want AZ, for example, the data, I share it also directly. It's not a question. That's normal for... You think it? You think it's becoming more of the culture of just always sharing and making sure that everybody has access to the same footage. Yeah, that's becoming uh, because of the first team, the Eredivisie. We're sharing normally by Sky Sports, and that is uh, they're doing it automatically always on the Saturday night evening, and that will be became a big step because from the scouting part, they think when we're sharing data, you're always sharing the good players, but yeah. When, when somebody in another club, Ajax, wants a big player from Vitesse, yeah, you can share data and you think your player is gone. Yeah, it, it's not a problem anymore. Also for the scouting. When they want the player, they buy the player also. Not only for video. That, that is not a big issue anymore. Two, three years ago, that was a big issue to have a better scouting process when you are sharing the video. But it, it's not an issue anymore. Edwin, um, I, I'm curious, how, how do the players actually consume the video? Are they on iPads, iPhones? Uh, do you guys use laptops? Like, what, what are some of the ways you guys actually watch video around uh, the club? I think 75% is using the iPhone. 
and a lot of players are working at home with the iPad. Yeah, so, um, so, so basically, with 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 Spideo being able to like uh, pan and zoom into anywhere on the field, so not necessarily on uh, like on the ball or in the frame. Yeah. Like if you're watching a, like a broadcast uh, of a game, there's obviously a lot of things happening outside of the frame. So yes. it could be the defenders, it could be the forwards' yes. movement. So is is that is that happening a lot uh, in terms of when you're viewing video? It, a lot of the uh, teaching moments might be off the ball as, as yeah. opposed to like what the, the broadcast is capturing. Yeah, That's a good question. We see that a lot but on the 18 and on the 21 players because we think that on the 13, 14 and 15 players are not thinking like that because they only follow the ball and when you make a struggle or a good moment, it's always with a ball. And I think on the 18 and 21, uh, mostly the defenders are looking how they are standing uh, with four people, for example. Uh, when the ball is at striker, they want to see if everything is all right. It's, I think that's uh, more the ages higher, 18 and 21. They look at, do that a lot more with the presentation when there's no ball in the neighborhood. Yeah, yep. no, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it is a higher, higher age. And at the first team, you see that a lot. When there's no ball, then the question. Are we standing okay together? Uh, because on the first team, that is the most important yeah, position on the field if everybody's standing okay with, with pressure or under pressure, something like that. And then they're discussing that a lot with the head coach. Because yeah, I'm, I'm sure like each... each uh... Uh, maybe the club philosophy, but you have do you have certain triggers in terms of uh, like the pressure on the ball or, or like certain moments when uh, like, like if you're going to step. So I guess can you can you share some of those with us or is that uh, obviously I know you're not trying to give away any any trade secrets. Yeah, that's the right answer. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Edwin, what's the what's the next step? What's the future of kind of your profession and as a software soccer designer? What what do you think is coming, and what do you hope is coming? Uh, I talked that yesterday with uh, with Derek. Uh, I think for the future, uh, when you have uh, with soccer, and I hopefully that uh, all the clubs are going to working with automatic cameras. That's the biggest step, I think, because um, a lot of clubs are working with video analyzed people uh, to do it by your hand in my VA of uh, Spideo of what soccer software, I don't know. But I think that it's to learn uh, each other that automatically, uh, when you have the data back, uh, you must think otherwise. But everybody is thinking you must do it live, annotate, and then work after that with annotation, video analyze people and, and the head coach to see it back. But I feel that at this moment, nobody can think like that. And I don't understand it because everybody is talking about delay, six second delay, 10 second delay. It doesn't matter. It's never doesn't matter. And a lot of clubs is thinking like that because they have normally by his hand is always live, no delay, and the annotation will always follow. But that, that is no issue, that's no problem. But the first step is to everybody has automatic cameras, everybody must thinking 
not think about delay, but think in solutions and not the problems, and then make the step to have everything automatically put it back for pre-analyze, match analyze, something like that. But yeah, what are the best futures? How, how important, uh, Edwin, how important are annotations uh, on the video from, from a teaching standpoint? Very important because you can, we, we use it 24 data from Spideo. Then we have all the data back for each player for the passes, unsuccessful sexual passes, penalty corners, etc. And then um, we have also the annotation for each player by his own. And together we combine it uh, to have the perfect analyze for each match. And then we use it on Monday or Tuesday with the coaches in the media room to give the presentation for each player or five players or four players, doesn't matter. And then it's perfect. We don't use any more people about the video. Everything is done, done by the computer. Uh, Edwin, do you have any uh, advice or, or tips for other aspiring analysts or people who could be in your position? Uh, what skills do they need to, to get to your level? Um, and any advice for yeah, just making it to the top of the sport? Uh, yeah. I think it's very important that you understand football. How do, how, how do you understand football? Yeah, that experience. That maybe when you have experience with as a coach, as a player or something like that. But also you must understand what are solutions in the computer platform. Uh, what are the possibilities in, 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 in Spideo platform? You must dig in and to, yeah, to learn about the system. But you must always think further, not thinking, oh, I have annotation, I'm ready. You're, you're never ready on a match. There's a lot of thinking, a lot of happening in a match that's useful for a coach. But, um, yeah, how do, you, how do you call that? Um, yeah, you, you must work in life with me to sometimes understand what, what you need to have this position. It's, it's not simple to talk about it, what you really want to be, for example, Edwin Peters. It's, that's difficult for me to say. Has, has there been a lot of trial and error? Like, I guess even implementing Speedio, it looks like you have a great kind of system and process. Has, has, there, has it been a lot of trial and error where, you know, week to week you, you may tweak things? Yeah, but uh, first of all, we start with Soccer Lab. You know Soccer Lab? There's a yep. player follow system. It's not a video system. There's a player follow system that every player from Vitesse is in the system to uh, to have his own plan, uh, addressing uh, matches, training sessions, etc., etc. And then three years ago, Spideo is is coming into Vitesse, and we combine these these two systems to have um, all the elements for each player on video level uh, to put in Soccer Lab to see it back. And then after one year, we use it co to combine these two systems. We think we only need Spideo. To combine video to have presentations for each own player and now everybody is only thinking about Spideo on the iPhone, iPad, also on the iWatch. iWatch we use it a lot for annotate on the training sessions. Um, yeah and it's too beautiful to use and it, it is too simple for everybody to use. Want everybody is starting with Spideo 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour and everybody understand it. 
And that is for me very important. That, that it's so likable, so simple, that everybody can use it. And that is the most important part, thing, I think, about Speedeo. It's not difficult, it's simple, but it is a big issue to, for the future. Because uh, when I'm starting the 24 data, for example, this one, I want to show it for one minute, like this. Uh, stop it, this one. The position, this is new from Speedeo. For every 15 minutes, you can see the position for the teams uh, in the ball squad in, in, in the match. That, that's a big issue. It's very necessary for our coaches. And also the, all the annotation, fully automatically, uh, it's very, very important. Also the passes for, for every team. You can go further on the tactical map. Uh, it's echt wonderful. We use Edwin, it a lot. Edwin, do you think the combination of the video and the data is, is the most powerful way you can display this? Because obviously alone, they they still have their benefits, but when you combine them together, uh, in whether it's graphs or these maps or anything like that, it becomes even more powerful in a way. So do you think that combination is essential for getting the most out of the team? Uh, for sure, because uh, I talked yesterday with Dirk, um, some some images are very important. For example, um, when you have the statistics for all the goals for one year, there's 24 matches and you want a graphic for all the goals, or all, all the passes or the shots on goals, something like that. Um, the possibilities are a lot at this moment, but I think you can make bigger steps because in other soccer systems, like my VA, you can make a report out of some elements. And that is a little bit... I'm missing in, in this system to make big steps. And we think together with Derek and, and me to make that issue uh, the next level in Spideo. Because a lot of analyzed people and also head coaches wanted in the break of a match from the first half to the second half to have some data uh, on position or uh, something like that to see directly the graphic. And not only percentages, but graphics. And this is the the biggest issue now, you see directly a good graphic what's happening in the match. And that will be also a future thing. And uh, Dirk understand me, Spideo understand me, what I want by that. And also to share it with other people, uh, like a button for download PNG or uh, share it with WhatsApp, something like that. But everybody is using WhatsApp. And to share some PNG when you can export PNG out this system to share it on another platform like WhatsApp, for example, uh, it is more dynamic. And that's my thinking, but I'm not always good. No, yeah, Thank no, you. that's that's great. That's great feedback. And it's obviously uh, people like yourself that continue uh, helping Speedio push the product forward. So we'll, we'll be excited to, uh, to continue making updates like that in, in the future. For sure. Well, Edwin, we've, we've taken up too much of your time already, and we appreciate you uh, walking us through your Speedio account and kind of your, your story and your history and your philosophies at Vitesse. Um, but yeah, Deli, any last questions for Edwin? Yeah, maybe the last one was uh, when you got going with Speedio, did, did you learn everything in-house or did you lean on any other people that you knew that were kind of already Speedio users? Um. 
Vitesse was the first one in Holland to use PDO. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if Alexander is hearing me, but uh, I think a lot of Dutch clubs are working now with PDO because they want uh, to have to spend one day at Vitesse uh, to combine with me to learn about Spideo. And that, I think, is the big step for Spideo in Holland to share it with me. I'm always on the first row, hopefully, by Spideo to understand some new features. But I share it also with the clubs. And I think uh, that will be the big step in Holland because everybody is now thinking, what is Spideo? What are the new features? And three years ago, never, never, nobody heard about Spideo. And now uh, it's starting being normal. And that is good, I think. So, so you did all the the lead, leg work basically, and now everyone's going to be coming to you to to get tips and and tricks. At this moment, yes. <laughs> well, we we appreciate that, Edwin. Yeah, okay, but uh, I like it, and uh, yeah, we're sharing all the data together, uh, and you make the steps. But uh, yeah, it's likable that you uh, listen to each other. Well, Edwin. We appreciate your time. Uh, I anticipate we'll see many more software soccer designers in the future and, and you've led the charge here. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate you and, and thanks for joining us and thanks for being a, such a, a speedio advocate. Thank you.